previously on the Death Saving Bros podcast. Where's Dosh? That's a great fucking question. He is right now running the crow's heads. How you been? Uh, you know, usual nonsense. So where's Taylor? I don't know. I don't want to know. All right. So here's the deal. We need you to do us a favor and come with us. We're getting the old gang back together and having a nice little mission. What's the mission? To slay all demons. What part of our time together made you think I'm equipped to slay demons? <laughs> well, I got a lot of things to handle here. I've got all of, all of Roscoe's old shit. Roscoe looks up and says, And Dosh. Yes? You knew what you were doing when you sold that information to Wilhelmina, to Billy. Yep, and you know what I do for a living, so you shouldn't be so butthurt about it. You have cost us hundreds, if not thousands. Got all of, I'm gonna assume, Wilhelmina's old shit. They're cruel, they're vicious, and they're ruthless, Wilhelmina says to you. They didn't like that he had sold their information to me, and I'm not very happy that he sold it to them, but anyways. So why don't you have... Taylor, the uh, Bloodart assassin, just take care of him. Well, if she gets rid of Roscoe, then Clayton just takes his place, and he is the real head of the crow's head. Do you not have anyone else who can watch over in your absence for a little bit? Ah, uh, no one could watch over. I'm our Lesland. I'm our Lesland. The two guys from the brothel are both on the ground, unconscious. I don't know how he knocked both of you guys out while he was tied up. That's that's where I'm lost right now, but it's fine. All we're doing is decorating the place. Um, so interior decorators, they're just like, we're gonna fucking murder you! <laughs> it's surprising how accomplished they are at setting up a space compared to how incompetent they were with the guy that you guys were trying to interrogate. If you guys are up in uh, Chorus, got something I'd like for you to look into for me. And what's that? Okay, I need you guys to go up and just murder the ever-loving shit out of a guy named Hoke Venderberg. Welcome to another episode of the Death Saving Bros Podcast. I am your host and Dungeon Master, Paul Camper. With me today, I have Brad Renfro. JK. Brad Richards. Nope. Eric Nemeth. Not at all. Who else have I ha- have I not- haven't I said? Brad Renfro. Did I well did I say Ben Renfro or Brad Renfro? Please say ben. Brad Renfro. Doesn't matter because he's not here either. <laughs> And Matt Smith. Just me. It's just Matt and me today. We have an exciting episode for you because guess who's coming back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? It's Santa Claus. No. It's Dosh. Almost as good. Dosh Johnson. Everybody's favorite bard slash... uh... Douchebag. Yeah. (laughs) Bard slash douchebag. And, uh... What is Dosh up to these days? Dosh is making bank with the crow's heads. He's uh, trying to turn that place around, make them a little bit more discreet, a little bit more on the uh, still shady business deals, but you know, less mugging people and 
raising armies for no goddamn reason. <laughs> and uh, do a little bit more of the information broker kind of side of things. Um, yeah, running the the books on the businesses. You know, taking out some small business loans and uh, filing city taxes. You know, all that amazing... Exciting life. Yeah, that exciting D&D stuff. That's, that's uh, you know, it's right up there with those shopping episodes. <laughs> Man, our shopping episodes aren't bad. We really haven't gone shopping, so we, <laughs> we haven't run into that issue. Um, okay, so that's what the crow's heads are doing. So now you've taken the crow's heads. Well, I guess the first thing that we should establish is it has been a year now since we last saw Dosh. Dosh was part of the original foray into figuring out the whole Roscoe Wilhelmina issue in Saltmine Valley. And then he went to the Nashburn Council and wound up getting their blessing almost to take over the crow's heads. And you also consolidated Wilhelmina's assets. So now you have her crew and you also own Steelglade, correct? Uh, I don't think... And the steel blade part? I thought that was separate. I think we decided, because, uh, what's her face? Natalia, who's doing the steel blade, is like a separate thing from Wilhelmina. Oh, yeah, they weren't it was technically like just her tied. Running it. Okay, so you, you have Wilhelmina and, uh, Roscoe's stuff, but you are trying to get your hands on steel blade, correct? Sure, why not? Make all the money I can. And have a nice Scrooge McDuck pile of gold. <laughs> You're just going to dive in and go swimming through it? That's a dream. Break my nose as soon as I try. Okay. Well, then uh, <laughs> let's pick up with Dosh at the Crow's Head Casino. We follow the uh, the camera as it zooms in on Nashpra and we are weaving through the streets. And you come across a person out in the street still calling out the crow's head the crow's head the finest establishment in Nashpura. come in grab a drink place a bet enjoy yourself at the crow's head and as we zoom through the street we come across the uh, garlands of lights that are strung across the street the canopy outside the establishment and a bright new sign that is a little less dark and a little bit more welcoming that says the crow's head we enter into the casino we come into the to the casino floor there are tables all over the place people placing bets there's a bar to the left and to the right people are buying drinks and then we're going to zoom through the back up the stairs to dosh's office where we see good old dosh uh with his tom Selleck mustache <laughs> And does he still have his frosted tips? I guess he would not, seeing as it's been a year and he hasn't had a chance to go back up the Ryford. He hasn't gone to see Vico? Nope, unfortunately. Ah. So back to just his regular brown hair again. <laughs> we see him with his Tom Selleck mustache, frosted tipless, at his desk doing his paperwork. I look up. And through the door... Come. I see the camera. What the fuck is that? <laughs> uh, that, that yeah. I shoot at it. <laughs> well, <laughs> hopefully you don't shoot at it because what comes through the door is a man who has a close-cropped haircut and he has a very square face 
He's a little bit muscular. Looks like a bit of an enforcer, but he is nice and cleaned up. He looks like the kind of guy that used to be a sports star, but now has been stuffed into a uh, button-down and tie. And he says... Oh, so he's he's an announcer for uh, ESPN. Yes, he's an (laughs) announcer for ESPN. He comes in and goes, Oh, Mr. Johnson, I... uh, I went ahead and took care of those uh, those miscreants that were downstairs for you. Is there anything else that I can do for you this morning? Kiss my ass? No. Um, I mean, I guess not. Nothing Unless... else. You know, I am your, your right-hand guy. Wait, is this... Number two, is that you? I've, I've had a lot to drink. I can't see very well <laughs> right now. M- Mr. Johnson, <laughs> we, we've been through this. My name is Thad. Okay, Thad. Go wipe down the craps table. There's a oh. lot of smudges from people leaning on it. Mr. Johnson, I just did that y- yesterday. Yesterday? Well, there's a whole day's worth of people leaning on it. You know what? You're <laughs> right. You're right. You're right. I will go do that right away, Mr. Johnson. Thank you very much. Yep. Bye. You too. Uh-huh. My name's Thad. Okay, number two. I'm your number one, remember? You, you said that. You said that once. Make it so, number two. And he, he <laughs> salutes and walks out. And as he does that, the door opens just... It's like a revolving door. And uh, in walk two people, a man and a woman, who are dressed in business suits, black, all black, thin black tie, white button-down shirt, wearing black sunglasses... Uh, the woman has a bob cut and the man has a slightly shaved sides with a little bit more length on the top and they stop in front of your desk and say in unison we're back Dosh this is a very jarring look in our medieval fantasy realm that's what we try to achieve Dosh alright so what do you got for me the last that was seen of Taylor she was boarding a boat bound for the west. Do you know where the boat was going? There are various rumors. Some say she was going towards the Trojans. Others say that she was headed for Sparta. But it's unclear exactly which boat she got on. The Trojans, the Spartans, the Blue Devils. How far are these places? Roughly. It's a several month journey across the Coruscant Sea. Hmm, excellent. I won't have to see her for a long, long time. She did board the boat over a year ago. Oh, no. Why are you just now getting back to me about this? It's taken a long time to track her down, Dosh. Oh, my God. No. This is ooh, this is uh, this is rough. This is going to take a minute. Um, Well, you guys better go back out there and find if she's coming back. We did also hear from one source, one very drunken sailor, say that that day he specifically remembers seeing a halfling carrying a bag. A bag that was about the size of a grapefruit. Dosh. A grapefruit? Yes. Should I know what that means? I don't know, Dosh. We're only reporting what we heard. Dosh. Okay, you need to stop. <laughs> Alright, I mean, I guess... Get back out there and uh, let me know if you if you see her. 
We will be sure to do that. I need as much advanced warning as possible before I need to put this, and I, I pick up my hand crossbow, before I need to put this in my skull. <laughs> we will be sure to do that. Dosh. And they both, Thank you. they both turn on their heel and walk out both right foot, left foot, right foot, left foot, right foot, left foot. And uh, they like squeeze through the door because they're walking in unison. And then you just hear them marching down the hallway, right foot, left foot, right foot, left foot. I pour myself three drinks and I just take all of them. What are you drinking? Mm, dwarven scotch. Okay. <laughs> dwarven scotch. That tastes like fire acid. It's worth it. <laughs> Especially now that I've heard that Taylor might be back. Well, you don't know that. Taylor boarded a boat and she hasn't been seen in a year. She could be in... Oh, I thought you were saying the drunken sailor was saying he saw her, like, recently. Oh, no, no, no. He saw her boarding the boat with a bag the size of a grapefruit. Hmm. Okay. Two drinks, then. <laughs> <laughs> not quite Not quite as necessary. Um, but yeah, who knows? She might be in Sparta. She might be in Troja. Might be right behind me. She might be right behind you. Ah, I look. Hi, Dash. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, she's not there. <laughs> All right. And after you finish your second drink of uh, acidic dwarven <laughs> scotch, in walks a third person who you recognize as Man. Oh, hello, Man. Hello, Dash. It's so good to see you. Why, thank you. You know, I must say... So much has happened in the past year. I, I can't thank you enough for helping me get out of jail. Finrail could really talk off a prisoner's ear. Well, he can't hit anything with his crossbow. I wouldn't know that, though. <laughs> no, you wouldn't know that. <laughs> oh, my pleasure. Like I, like I told you, it's, uh, it's all in the past. Business is business. So, uh, what do you got for me on, uh, our good friend Lady Nightvale? Well, I reached out to my Shade Arrow contacts, and, uh, I must say they're not, they're still taking a, a while to accept me back into their ranks, but I have heard that Lady Nightvale is a very elusive person. She's always either vacationing in the countryside or she is holed up in her mansion. Is that the same mansion that some people who I have I have no idea who it could have been might have, um, you know, started murdering people at a party they once had? Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> dosh. Uh, and he winks at you. It would be the same mansion. I don't know why you're winking at me. I mean, I just, I just heard some rumors. Of course. Rumors. And he winks. It's all Prothean anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so uh, the person that I don't know anything about is elusive. Got it. Yes, <laughs> I... Dosh, I will keep looking into what is going on there, but Lady Nightvale is a very old name. I remember when I was a child... There was that Lady Nightvale existed. Is she human? 
Because you're an elf, right? I am an elf. I'm <laughs> so you're probably like old as shit. Excuse me, I'm merely 65. Really? Yes, I'm very young. All right, then. Pardon me. You don't look a day over 300. Ouch. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> but yes, if she has lasted this long, she may be an elf herself. I will reach out to my home community in the Star Knight Forest and see what we can find out about Lady Nightvale there. All right. Sounds good. Assuming you don't want us to assassinate her. I mean, not yet. Very well, <laughs> Dosh. And he... I mean, maybe, I don't know. At some point, but... He winks at you. How about our, uh, our other situation with our... um? can't remember that guy's name. Hoke? Oh. <laughs> Hoke Vanderberg. Yes. Yes. Uh, up in chorus... He is on our list. He's uh, quite a distance away, so we haven't been able to pursue him just yet. But when the time is right, we will be sure to execute, and he winks, your plans. I'm a little disturbed, I'm going to be honest, how much you're winking at me today. Um, like, I understand what you're, what you're going for. But just throwing that out there. My apologies, Dosh. <laughs> I actually have a little bit of a twitch in my eye today. Oh, okay. I'm I'm sorry then. That last I understand. That last one was most definitely a pun. But yes, the other ones were very <laughs> much just and his eye winks. A twitch. Okay, that's understandable. I thought you were, I don't know, like coming on to me or something. Would that be such a bad thing? I mean, gotta keep my relationship professional. You know how it is. Perfectly, <laughs> Dosh. I've been saying your name a lot, Dosh. Yeah, you and some other people. <laughs> <laughs> Very well. I will follow up on Hoke, and I will follow up on Lady Nightvale for you. Thank you, thank you. Until next time. And uh, he leaves your office. Um, did you want to maybe check out the casino floor, make sure that number two, aka Thad, is actually <laughs> doing his job? Sure. All right. You head on down to the casino floor, and uh, sure enough, Thad is over there furiously scrubbing the, well, not scrubbing so much as polishing the wood on the craps table, and... You see him turn to one of his underlings and start motioning and gesticulating wildly, telling that person to make sure that they rub out all the smudges on the poker table as well. I want to come up behind him. I want to be like, what are you doing? You're taking the varnish off. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Johnson, my my apologies. <laughs> I will I will be sure to make sure that the varnish stays on. 100%. I will make sure that I'm using softer cloths. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. You work too hard. Oh, well. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Johnson. Go have a drink at the bar. I'm on the job, Mr. Johnson. I would never do that. So I'm, I'm taking it you didn't see the, the drinks I was pounding back a minute ago. Mr. Johnson, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, good. 
<laughs> as he's got a drink in his mouth. <laughs> and then off to the side, you see uh, two men who are on ladders, and they are stringing up uh, a new banner announcing a gala that you have planned for a couple weeks out. Ooh, gala. You know, what kind of things happen at galas? Murder. Murder. <laughs> the whole place being set on fire. Um, actually, did we set it on fire? Didn't someone knock down, like, a chandelier or something? Yeah, you guys did try to drop the chandelier, but I don't think you actually dropped it. Ah. Ah, yeah, so just murder. Yep. <laughs> I'm gonna make sure no Protheans show up to this one. Um, yeah, I guess I'll go see how these two dudes are doing. Getting along with things. You approach the ladders, and the two men are arguing back and forth, and you hear the one go, It needs to be higher! No, it's the perfect height. This is where Dosh wants it to be. No, he said put it higher! Hey, Armar Lezen. How's it going? Oh, Dosh. Dosh, it, um, <laughs> please tell Imar that the banner needs to be higher. And Dosh... Please tell Leslin that the banner needs to be lower. I mean, wherever you guys decide on is fine by me. Wait, I think I got that mixed, mixed up. I want it higher, and I want it lower. How about you guys just go meet in the middle? They nod <laughs> in agreement, and uh, they move to go put the banner in the proper place. All right. I like what you guys have done with this place, though. It's looking... A lot spiffier than it did in Roscoe's days. Oh yeah, no. Roscoe was awful at managing the whole business. He was so mean. Too many rings. Too many rings. Couldn't scratch his own sack. Can't can't trust a man who can't scratch his sack. No, you cannot. And Leslin scratches his sack. I trust you with my entire being right now. (laughs) Alright. (laughs) Alright. I guess I let them finish doing their thing. Okay. All right, fuck off. Where do you head? To the bar. It's your Dungeon Master Paul here. Revisiting Dosh and his story this week was a blast for us, so we hope you're enjoying it too. Our podcast partner this week is Thornvale. Thornvale is a new actual play podcast that uses the Monster of the Week rule system to tell the story of Henry, Sammy, Stanley, and Agent Whiskey as they deal with monstrous threats in the town of Thornvale. Set in a fictional part of Florida, in and around the Everglades, this podcast focuses on developing narrative with rich characters and plenty of monsters. Check them out on your podcasting app of choice. If you're interested in becoming a podcast partner, send an email with a quick synopsis of your project and a 30-second promo, if you have one, to deathsavingbros at gmail.com. We'll review your pitch and get back to you. Hopefully you're following us on Twitter at deathsavingbros, because if so, then you might have seen, if you didn't hear on last week's episode, that we're planning a giveaway. Our one-year anniversary is coming up in less than a month, And we want to give back to you, our fans. So we've already got some small gifts prepared, like a set of dice or two. But we'd love to give away something bigger. Think 
a t-shirt, dice trays, or one of the new Wizards of the Coast books, we'll only unlock the larger giveaways if we hit 20 iTunes and Apple Podcast reviews by June 19th. Again, that's less than a month away from the release date of this episode, June 19th, 20 iTunes and Apple Podcast reviews. So, remember that's reviews and not just ratings. The more reviews, the bigger the prize. So leave your review today if you haven't already, and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Death Saving Bros to know when the giveaway goes live and how you can win. If you can't wait for the giveaway to get your hands on some Death Saving Bros gear, check out our clothing, mugs, and notebooks by searching Death Saving Bros on redbubble.com. There are sales happening all the time, and we'll share the discount codes when we see them. So treat yourself to some swag. Again. Search Death Saving Bros on redbubble.com. We'll post other news as it happens through the Death Saving Bros social media, or you can follow Life Saving Bros on Instagram for plot hooks, pre-made character sheets, and other tips and tricks to bring your own D&D campaign to life. But let's go ahead and get you back to Dosh at the Crow's Head Bar. Enjoy the rest of this episode, and don't forget to leave your review. Without further ado, we now return you to your regularly scheduled programming. All right. Uh, at the bar, you grab a couple drinks as you are wont to do as the owner of the establishment. And uh, at the end of the day, you've kind of surveyed the casino floor Thad has made sure that the varnish was not pulled off and all the smudges came out. And he says, Mr. Johnson, I, I'm, I'm headed out for the day. I I'm, I'm made sure to leave all the paperwork on your desk, just like you asked. Um, if, if you wouldn't mind making sure that all the, uh, all the payroll is completed by the end of the day, uh, all, the, uh, all the workers could really use the paycheck on time this week. What are you talking about? Of course I always give it to you on time. What kind of sad sack of shit business do you think I'm running here? Uh, <laughs> of course. I, I didn't mean anything by that, Mr. Johnson. So insulted. I will see you tomorrow, <laughs> sir. You have a good day. But I don't really mean it now. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so do you want to go upstairs and I guess I'll work on the payroll. <laughs> got to run by business. All right. So you make your way back upstairs and you've got a another glass of dwarven scotch on the rocks. Riding it with my eyes crossed from drunkenness. But <laughs> <laughs> no, come on. Dosh could put him back. Yeah, that's true. Um, but when you open <laughs> up the door to your office, you see someone sitting in your chair. I'm scared to ask. Who is it? Hey, Dosh. Ooh, hand crossbow comes out. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's not Taylor. (laughs) No, I just like fucking with you. (laughs) No, sitting in your chair is an older man. You actually recognize this man as Clayton Colwyn, who was the former owner of the Crow's Head. Roscoe only was his right-hand man. He managed the day-to-day operation, but Clayton Colwyn was the owner, and he disappeared after Roscoe was executed 
and he, he hasn't been seen since, but he's sitting in your office now, in your chair, twirling his cane that has a crow's head uh, knob on top of it, back and forth between his finger. He has very thin oval spectacles. He's got gray hair, silver gray hair that has been combed over, but he makes it look good. And he's wearing he's wearing a very nice vest. It looks like it's made of velvet, but it looks a little bit shabbier than you remember it. Nice hair. I know because I was told so. <laughs> Dash, you always thought that you were such a clever son of a bitch. If you say so. I see you've taken to my office pretty well. I mean, it's been a year and this is the first time I've seen you. Yes, well, <laughs> when your entire business is about to go belly up because the person you put your trust in doesn't know an enforcer from a fuck-all, <laughs> doesn't know when he's getting his ass handed to him by a woman, you know, that's when you need to disappear for a little while. I understand. So what can I do for you today? Well, it's more what I can do for you. And what, what is that? You know, I come here and I, 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 I say that I'm here to offer you help, but really I'm just here to gloat. Because I say that it's about time to disappear when, you're, when your right-hand man doesn't know an enforcer from a fuck-all. And I'm here to gloat because right now I'm looking at a person that doesn't know an enforcer from a fuck-all. I shed a single tear. And uh, Clayton <laughs> just chuckles to himself. <laughs> well, Dosh, you're going to be shedding a lot more than just a tear if you don't wise up pretty soon. And he stands up from the chair and he he doesn't need the cane <laughs> at all, but he, he, he kind of leans on it a little bit more for swagger than anything else. And he <laughs> comes around the desk and says, I hear you're looking into Lady Nightvale. Oh, while we're talking, I just want to... We're talking for at least a minute, right? Yes. Okay. Excellent. I want to be using venomous words in the meantime. Okay, what are venomous words? All right. Basically, when I talk to him for at least a minute, uh, at the end of our conversation, makes a wisdom saving throw against my spell save DC. And then he's scared like a little bitch for an hour I think and then um, at the end of that time he doesn't remember why he's scared of, like a little bitch but he is charmed from being so scared like a little bitch oh he's actually he's charmed uh, actually wait no that might have been another effect have to double check that might have been the other thing okay so he's frightened like he, for yeah, an hour he's frightened for an hour but then he doesn't remember why okay so he would have disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls while the source of its fear, you, is within line of sight and can't willingly move closer to you and is just generally scared of you. So it's like a heightened intimidation. Hell yeah. All right, so as you're talking, you start speaking in, ve in venomous words, um, but Clayton is still swaggering around your office at the moment, and he says, I hear you're... Looking into Lady Nightvale. Maybe. Well, that's the first part 
of why I would call you a fuck all. <laughs> because Lady Nightvale, and he taps his cane against his head, and goes, Lady Nightvale's not a person. Lady Nightvale's a name, a moniker. It's been handed down. Even when my father was helping build this city, there was a Lady Nightvale, someone with money in Ryford. Now there's another lady. Just curious, your father, what did he build this city on? He was one of the founders of the Bank of Nashpura. Was it rock and roll? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, continue. Um, I'm trying to think of a money-related rock and roll joke. <laughs> I don't have anything pithy to say to that. <laughs> <laughs> no, he built the Bank of Nashpura, and... I'm sure that you'd be very interested to know who the new Lady Nightvale is, wouldn't you? I suppose I would. Well, that's where I leave you. And he chuckles again. <laughs> you enjoy yourself, Dosh. <laughs> that makes me sad. There's a lot coming for you. If you say so. And uh, at this point, I believe your venomous words would be starting to take effect and uh, Clayton is walking past and am I between him and the door he you are is there anything that you say to him that makes the fear kind of take hold hold on a second buddy well, why would I do that I don't think our conversation's done quite yet oh and he he kind of pauses and he, he's not, he seems very unsure all of a sudden. Can't leave me hanging like that. Need to give me a little something extra. Well, that's not why I came here. Why did you come here? Just to gloat? No other reason? Well, <laughs> I wanted to take a look and see what, what you'd done with the place. Because eventually I plan on taking it back. But I couldn't come in the front door. Thought I'd use the old escape route. Glad to see it's still there. If you say so. We'll see. Or, you know, maybe even if you do end up taking it back, it was running into the ground when you last had it. Well, that that wasn't my fault. Ooh, it wasn't your fault, I see. Hmm, okay. And he starts, like, passing the cane from one hand to the other. And he, he says, well, you know... You, you you laugh. You laugh, but it, Lady Nightvale's not your only issue. You've got you've got Hoke coming for you. He knows he knows you're after him. He knows you want his iron fields. Well, I'm working on that. These things take time, as you know. Not too concerned. Time And and now he's getting he's getting a little little anxious, like this was not going this was not <laughs> how he planned on it going. Time isn't isn't your friend, Dosh. Hoke, why do you think Hoke is doing so well? Why do you think he still owns those fields? He's a nobody. He's a nobody, and he owns all the iron fields. He's building for war. Oh. He's building for war. You don't you don't own that sort of that sort of resource and not try and change it into war machines and and siege towers and and weapons oh man he loved steel glade he loved what was going on with roscoe 
but that fell through. Now he's made other deals. What do you know about that? Nothing. I don't know anything. You sure? I don't know anything. I want to start, like, taking steps towards him. Stepping at him, as it were. Okay, give me an intimidation check, and he will roll a contested um, insight check. But he has disadvantage, because he's frightened by you. 21. Oh, man, where are my dice? Oh! (laughs) (laughs) How the turntables have... He rolled a 20. Ha! Oh, wait, 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 wait. He's at disadvantage. Anyways, but he rolled even lower. So (laughs) he goes, Hoaxer, he's a risky guy, but he knows that he needs to stay on top. And he knows that the Trugalans are coming for him. He knows that they've got the power. And he's made deals with them. They're coming for you, Dosh. They're coming for us all. All right. So uh, tell me more about this Lady Night Vale. This current Lady Night Vale. I don't know who she is, Dosh. I just know that she's back. All right. Do you know anything about her? I know she's been <laughs> asking about you. I'm a popular guy, it seems. Apparently, <laughs> Dosh. Now, you enjoy yourself. I'm, I'm going to go home and enjoy my last moments as a free man. All right. I'm going to kick my feet up in uh, my office, and you have a good night. He tosses his, he grips when I step his, aside. He grips his cane hard in one hand and marches out at the door, looking over his shoulder at you as as if he's afraid that you're gonna try and stab him in the back. When he looks over his shoulder, I wanna do like a like quick head jerk like Adam. And he scampers us down the hall. Ha, bitch. Alright, I guess I'll Thad was pretty insistent about the book, so I guess I'll, I'll get uh working on payroll. Okay, um, <laughs> as you're working on payroll, you hear a sound. Can I tell where it's coming from? You think that it's coming from outside one of the windows. I want to grab my hand crossbow and look out the windows. All right, uh, give me a perception check. 19. All right, night has fallen. Um, but the lights from the streets surrounding the casino, you can see the the buildings opposite yours. You can see into the street. There's nobody really in the street, and around the window, you don't see anything. Um, but you do notice that there are claw marks on the windowsill. Like, not tiny little talons from birds, but, like, these are, like, kind of gouges. Hmm. Fuck that. I'm going to step back from the window. Okay. <laughs> and I'm going to go back to what I was doing and pretend I didn't see that. Now, um, I'll see if anyone's, uh, is anyone, like, still here in the building? I don't know. Night guard or anything? Would you have night guards? I, I mean, mean I would is, is so. it a 24-hour establishment or? It's just the, the casino at this one, right? Like, casino slash bar? Yes. Okay, yeah, I would probably close. Um, if it was Shelly's. Shelly's is a 24-7 party. Um, so, yeah, I would assume I would have, like, a night night watchman. Okay. Um, yeah, you head downstairs, and you run into Charles, the night watchman. Hey, so, um, just looked outside my window. There's some 
big ass claw marks on my windowsill. So, uh, you know, heads up on that. Charles says, yeah, I mean, that doesn't really sound all that great there, Dosh. Um, I don't know what you want me to do about it, though. Just, you know, heads up. Okay, well, I'll be sure to keep an eye out. And suddenly a scorpion stinger juts through his chest. Oh, god damn it, Charles. I literally just told (laughs) you to watch out. (laughs) And suddenly on his back materializes a long-fingered demon with wings and horns shooting out of its head and a snarling fanged face that has glowing yellow eyes and a pallid red complexion. And this devil is going to ride the body down to the ground and then look up at you and start crawling on all fours towards you. Shit. I still have my my crossbow. Yes, you do. All right. I want to move as far back as I can move. All right. There are gaming tables all over the place. Can I, like, vault my way away? Vault over a table? Yeah. Sure. Like, as I'm, like, beelining it? Yeah. Uh, Give me a athletics check to vault over these tables. How about an acrobatics check? Sure, I will allow it. Nice. Stash is proficient in acrobatics. And he needs to be. 15. Um, Yeah, that'll that'll do it. You you vault a table. Um, Can I shoot it as I'm trying to escape? Go ahead and give me a roll. 14. That'll hit. How much damage do you do? All right. It's going to be 1d6 plus 3, but I want to use Venomous Blades to use a Bardic Inspiration to deal an extra 2d8. All right. So it's going to be 4 plus 3, 7 plus 8 is 15. Oops. 18 total. You shoot it as it jumps into the air to fly after you, and your bolt takes it in the chest and it falls flat. Like, dead flat? Like, you just... Like, have you seen The Mask of Zorro? Mmm, yes. When when the, the old bandit is in the mine and he rides the mine cart down, jumps out of the mine cart, and the captain shoots him out of the air, and he just drops like a limp rag, like that. Okay, I don't remember that part, but I mean, I guess I get what you mean. It's an awesome, it's an awesome visual. That's a great movie <laughs> overall. But uh, go check it out, listeners. Antonio Banderas. <laughs> and uh, shameless plug, because I am Antonio Banderas. <laughs> um, yeah, you you think it's dead? Kind of like look around and make sure there's not like any extra ones yeah give me a perception check 16 yeah you're looking around and you don't see anything else around the casino but you do hear a of wings like wings against air and then you feel claws on your face oh fuck that and suddenly another one of these devils is visible to you. Again, the pallid red complexion and horns and the glowing yellow eyes are right in your face. 
and it is going to try and sting you with its tail. Don't do it. Rolling a an 18. I suppose that hits. You are going to take four damage from the sting, and then I need a constitution saving throw. Ooh, constitution. Oh, boy. What I'm definitely not good at. Oh, <laughs> four. Yeah, you're going to take uh, some poison damage, too. Oh, boy. You're going to take 10 poison damage. Ooh. Good thing I got all the extra HP when I leveled up. In the year between your adventuring and... <laughs> Uh, so yeah, it is on you. Um, I want to draw my short swords. Possible. Just drop my crossbow. Try and swing out my short short swords, and I want to go stab stab. <laughs> like a pincher. Like. Okay. Um. Yeah. Roll for hit. All right. First one's gonna be seventeen. Next one's going to be 16. Both are going to hit. Nice. Um, all right. I want to use Venomous Blade again on the first one. Okay. So, you said both hit? Yes. All right. First one's going to do 13. You kill it. <laughs> okay. And then I stab it one more time for good measure. All right. It falls off you and uh, in your pincher move, and then you stab it again on the ground for trying to get you. Prick. I'm guessing Charles is just like dead as fuck. Yeah, he's dead as fuck. Got a big old hole in his chest. Yeah, he he took the stinger and he took the full brunt of the poison damage. He was not ready for it. Hmm. Even after I specifically told him to be ready. God damn it, Charles. All right. That doesn't at least give him an advantage on his... (laughs) Nope. (laughs) On his saving throws. The, uh, The devil was invisible. Hmm. All right, well... Hey, anyone still alive in here? How big is this building? Um, I don't know. Think the size of um, Buffalo Wild Wings. But if you cleared out all the, I don't know, two Buffalo Wild Wings, let's say. Big enough that you've got room for at least two dozen gaming tables, a bar, and a VIP area. Mm. Okay, then I'd probably have a guy inside and a guy like wandering around, like perimeter. Okay, so you head outside? I just poke my head out the door. Okay, um, standing outside, watching, like, walking back and forth outside, just kind of patrolling the perimeter, you see um, your night guard, Susanna. Hey, Susanna. What's up, Dash? Get the fuck in here. Why? ASAP. Why? Shit's going down. Oh, okay. Okay, Dash. You not see this giant fucking hole in my chest. (laughs) Or what was it? Claw marks on my face? Yeah. Look at my face. (laughs) My fucking face. Did you get drunk again and fall down the stairs? No. That only happened those three times. (laughs) (laughs) She comes inside and uh, she says, have you noticed there are a lot of ravens outside? Probably not ravens. Um, So Charles is dead. What? How did he die? Take a look. Okay. Um, <laughs> she looks and she goes, The oh, fuck? And you see this big ass thing right next to it? Or <laughs> right next to him? Where did that come from? 
Good fucking question. Uh, you hear the scrabbling <laughs> of wings at the door. All right, so fuck that shit. I know about the escape route per our good friend Clayton. And I'm sure I would have found this at some point in a year. Yeah. I'm like, hey, let's go out the special way. The, the spe- That's not a euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> it's an escape hatch. Don't get any ideas. Okay, Dosh, you, you lead the way. I, I don't know where that is. All right, I go directly to where it is. Where Where is it? It's, hmm, I mean, I would put it, like, at the bar. <laughs> it has to be somewhere where Clayton could have come in unseen. Yeah. Um. I guess it would be, like, a side hallway or something, or, like, a storage room. All right, it's, a, it's like a broom closet. Okay, <laughs> um, you had towards the VIP area, you go into the back where you first met Roscoe and his many ringed hands and you open one of the side doors to a broom closet and you take one of the brooms that has an odd shaped top and you press it into the floor which opens up a trap door hatch and there are stairs leading down. Down we go. Where are we gonna go? Wherever this place lets out. Probably back to my place and hide. Just hide. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hide. I'm going to try to see if the whole city is getting fucked. If the whole city is getting fucked, then I'm going to leave the city so I don't get fucked. (laughs) Where are we going to go, Dosh? Like, eventually? I mean, if... If those ravens are are the same things, are they? If they're devils, I mean, I saw whole flocks of them over the city. That's not good. Um, yeah, we should probably get out of the city then. And, and where are we gonna go? Hmm. To South Salt, to Shelley's. And that's where we're gonna end <laughs> our episode. <laughs> Thanks for taking us around the uh, the Crow's Head Casino. <laughs> Oh, man, I should have made them crows, not ravens. Uh. Ugh, I was following the monster manual on that one. Dang you. Curse you. Um, yeah. Hopefully you listeners enjoyed this episode. It actually was not as short as as we originally thought it was going to be. It was pretty close to regular length, but um, we got to learn a little bit more about what was going on with Dosh, and clearly there are some shitty things happening around <laughs> Noshpra. Uh... Maybe we'll find out some more in the me- in between our adventures with the Revengers, with Jet, Prothean, Abe, Van Halen, Brixius, and Ambionitis Hammerbottom. Until then, leave us a review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts. We'll, rev- we'll read your reviews on the air. And uh, five stars is, of course, the best. We love hearing your feedback, and it really does help get other people to listen to the podcast. It brings our our podcast up in the rankings and it makes us all warm and fuzzy inside and on the back of my hand. Hmm. And nowhere else. If you would like to keep in touch with us, you can follow us on Twitter at Death Saving Bros. You can also follow us on Instagram at Death Saving Bros or at Life Saving Bros for tips, tricks, and other materials to help bring your own D&D campaign to life. I am personally on Twitter at HP Camper. And you can find me on Old School RuneScape as Fat, F-A-T-T, space, Smith. 
You can find our other podcast hosts, Brad Renfro at I'm Ima underscore B underscore Rad, Brad Richards at B underscore R I C H A nine one eight on Twitter. Uh, he's also on Old School Runescape as B Rit B Dizzle nine B Dizzle nine one eight. I think so. Uh, ben, you can follow at Benfro fifteen, and you can follow Eric at Death Saving Bros. For all of those of you who are listening at home in your cars or wherever you may be. Hopefully you won't wind up like Dosh and get swarmed by ravens. Like, get, like get fucked hard. Like a fucking <laughs> Alfred Hitchcock, the bird situation. Damn. Keep saving those death throws and we'll see you on the next one. Like how the dungeon master is suddenly looking in the monster manual. Shit, what did I have Thad doing? What did I have Thad doing? Totally blanking. He's not going after Taylor. Not. Maybe he was the <laughs> one that was going to be tracking Taylor. I don't remember. Hmm. Or is he just the one that I can like pawn the business off that to one. for the, the moment? I mean, I don't have any reason... So, like, leave at the moment, do I? So, no, but you could give him literally any task. Oh, okay. Um, there are various rumors. Some say she was going towards the Trojans, others say that she was headed for the missiles. No, that was a stupid name. Others say she was headed for the Wishers. That's another stupid name. Boom boom dum 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 Is that Halo? Yeah. Some of the sounds and background music in this production are copyright material. The songs fast talking. Hard Boiled, Heavy Interlude, Juniper, Leaving Home, On the Ground, Outfoxing the Fox, and Symmetry are by Kevin McLeod and Incompetech.com, licensed under Creative Commons Attribution License 3.0. The track Silent Motion is music by Orchestralis. The Death Saving Bros theme song is an abridged version of the song Run by Kai Angle and sourced from the Free Music Archive. This track is used with permission under Creative Commons Attribution License 4.0. You can read the full license at creativecommons.org slash licenses slash buy slash 4.0 slash legal code.